Let's go. Welcome in everyone to the PHNX Rising Podcast. Happy Tuesday to all of you. Appreciate you guys joining us. I know we're not here at our normal 6 p.m. time. It is right now 2.30, but there's a good reason for it. I am Max Simpson with me, Owen Evans, and we do have a special guest sitting with us in the middle, Mr. Jackson Conway. How are we doing today? Yeah, good. Thanks, guys, for having me. Absolutely. Um, I said I'm really excited, so let's get it going. Let's go. Match week, baby. Match week. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, a lot going on with the club. Um, two matches in. Of course, the home opener, the stadium opener this coming Saturday. Going to christen it. Very much looking forward to it. We have a lot of questions for you. We're definitely going to go back and forth, have a lot of fun chat here. But how are you feeling every, with everything going on this so far? Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, it's everything's kind of come pretty, pretty quick. Yeah. Um, you know, I almost settled in into uh, into where I'm living. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think once the games start coming and and, you know, I start integrate with the team a little bit more, I think things will start to settle in. Um, but, yeah, no, like I said, match week uh, is Saturday. So. I think I'm excited. I think the team's excited. So it should be a good little uh, little layout we got over there. So Absolutely. Well, enjoy it now because that roasting Phoenix <laughs> sun is coming very soon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got to get up. ready for that one. Yeah. But how are you settling in with your new mm. teammates off the field? Off the field, yeah, not bad. Um, you know, we, we had a, a nice little night out the other night, you know, for a, a quick little dinner. And um, like I said, got to meet some of the guys. So... Like I said, it's always been, it's been really quick and, and everything's kind of gone really fast. So they've welcomed me with uh, with open arms, which is good. Um, and I've played against some of these guys before, mm-hmm. you know, playing with the with the twos last year. So they knew who I was. Um, but yeah, no, they, they've been really welcoming, and, and that's kind of what I needed with everything going really fast. So. That's awesome. No, and it's cool, right? Because you know, there's been interest in you from other USL clubs in the past, and. Um, you know, especially with your time when you've been in the United States, why rising? Like, why now? Yeah, it was. I think it's you know the the size of the club. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's the area. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it, it was definitely you know the head coach Juan who was who was really good with me and and reached out to me first, um, and he kind of went through the his philosophy of how the team wants to play and and. You know, that was really important to me because he wanted me to be one of the main guys and and I wanted to hear what he had to say. So a little bit of everything. It's a new adventure. It's it's very far from home. Uh, that's one thing. But then again, it's me kind of stepping out of my comfort zone a little bit, which I think is what my career mm-hmm. needs. Um, but yeah, no, it's a nice area so far. It, it doesn't rain as much as it does in Georgia. So. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, like I said, getting settled in, so... Oh, that's awesome. What what was, I guess, when you were talking with Juan, what was it that, like, sold you on Phoenix? Uh, just, I mean, to go back to last year, the last game of the season, um, I mean, Phoenix was just pinging it around yeah. Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, so that they've, they've always had my eye a little bit. And, you know, I think just kind of me coming into – a team that creates a lot of chances um, is good for me for the future, I think. Um, You know, the team gets a lot of interest from elsewhere, I think, you know, um, which is, which is good for me. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And yeah, like I said, it's just a new adventure to kind of, I've played in this league for, for a long time and I've played a lot of games and, you know, I think this was the right choice for me. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, team-wise. So absolutely. You mentioned coming out here at the end of last season. How do you find the atmosphere when you came here to play in Phoenix? Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty good. Um, it was, uh, I mean, it was the stuff I was hearing from some of the fans was pretty rough, to be fair. But I mean, it's <laughs> I, I play, I, you I, hear that in the chat. They're already they're already talking in the yeah. chat. They're already doing some the banter in there. I mean, so we're I, used to it. I've, play, I've played in in MLS stadiums before, and and I don't see much much difference in in the atmosphere from mm. you know from the the phoenix fans so like i said it was it's a little bit intimidating but you know it's also a stadium where you want them to be on your side so so yeah no it's it's going to be a good one this weekend and i hope everyone shows out because it's going to be a it's going to be a good one you got to be happy they're going to be in the goalkeeper's head now not in not in yours <laughs> oh yeah tell me about it man yeah. oh my gosh that's amazing um you know, talk a bit, right? You know, um, always curious to feel like what would you define as your type of playing style, especially being up there in the number nine position? Goals are vital. Yeah. How do you define yourself in that? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a very simple player. Um, it's you know, I like to be that outlet for the team if they need me. You know, I'm I'm one to to get the ball, you know, spring it wide and then get into the box as quickly as I can because. You know that's where you know center forwards earn their money is is scoring scoring goals in the box mm -hmm. and and doing that. You know I've worked on my hold up play um, throughout my whole entire professional professional career. Um, you know through Atlanta, I told them like, you know this is what I want to work on because I think that's because I have the body for it. I'm a, I got a big frame, so I think that's one of my main attributes to help the team is the hold up play, and I think I can bring that into uh, into Juan's system to. Uh, Hopefully make the team better. So, yeah, just a little bit of everything. Mm. You know, I'm smooth on my feet. Got a nice little touch. Go. So, good in the air. And, and yeah, just kind of kind of what I got. And then looking at the other number nine in the team, obviously, we're Manu Atiaga. What do you think kind of similarities, differences between you and him? Yeah, uh, I think, yeah, I mean, he's, he's a good player. Um, he's He's got, you know, a very good touch. He reads the game really well. Um I wouldn't say he's as maybe physical as I am um, when it comes to, you know, putting your head into the areas where all the boots are and all that stuff, I think. Um, but no, I mean, he's he's someone I could definitely learn a lot from because um, he's had a long, pretty long playing career. So, you know, even in training now, it's it's been good to kind of watch what he does and, and kind of learn off of him. Um, but yeah, you know, even, even if we, you know, create a nice little partnership up there together, you know, maybe playing with two up top wouldn't be a, wouldn't be that bad either. You know, um, just I'll, I'll win all the headers and he can just get in behind and all that stuff. You know, I was going to say going off that, we saw that a bit, um, towards the tail end of the uh, match against loyal. Um, I was gonna say, how'd that feel being in that two striker system with him? Yeah, it was all right. Um, yeah. it was good. Uh, like I said, I mean, I was, I was maybe in, phoenix for like a day yeah and then i flew out they flew me out there and then i was in the game so i, I didn't play as long as i wanted sure. to but you know i'm glad i'm glad i got onto the uh to the field at least but i mean yeah all of last year i, I kind of played with a, a two forward system um with tristan traeger <laughs> last year um with the twos um a little bit different than Atlanta united's first team because they don't really do that so you know i was kind of going between systems towards the end there and uh no, I mean that's 
you know, I create chances for him. He creates chances for me. And it's a little bit of less running, I think, as well. So, so yeah, it's – well, like I said, we'll see. It's like it's the coach's decision, so we'll see what happens. There you go. So who have you tried to model your game after mm. then? Who would you kind of compare yourself to? I've always said I've always said Harry Kane a little bit. It's very cliche, right? Because he's, mm. he's a good player. He's mm. not using he's big on tappings and penalties. Music to my get, get out of here. No, no, no. <laughs> music to my ears. A smart man right here, folks. Yeah, so you heard it. Tappings and penalties, you know, you just became England's the man goal scores. scorer. Yeah, yeah, man. The man yeah, with scores. a penalty. Get <laughs> out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> Goals are goal. Goals you know, are goal, goal, man. Yeah. He's a striker, striker. Yeah. yeah. Goal bonus is a goal bonus. You know what I'm saying? But I would say him because, I mean, he's just a clinical finisher. He scores from everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Um, a little bit of it's a, a little bit of Chris Wood in there, if you know Ooh. what I'm saying. From uh, yeah, I like that. That's you a great. Know, that's a great he's shot. big and he's, he's very simple. He gets in the box, right? Mm -hmm. So maybe a mix between those two guys is kind of what I got going on. There you go. Um, not a bad little combo. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, I like that. That's a I like the Chris Wood shout. No, that's a that's that's a that's a nice shout right there. What um, do you if you're gonna score a goal? Do you have like, I don't know, because there's different types of goals, right? You have like a poacher goal. You have a nice, you know, upper V from outside the box. Okay. You have a nice headed finish. We have a preference on how you're going to score a goal. I get a goal's a goal. Do I have a preference on like this? Yeah, how you, how, you, how, you uh, how you score and the celebration. How I score now. Can okay, care less I, love, how I, I score. love that. Yeah, man. Um, celebration man. now. Very simple. Um, I don't know if you guys can recall, but a couple years ago with the twos, I had a, uh, had a yellow card and then I scored and then took my shirt off. <laughs> And then had a red card, so I plan to not do that. Again, you know <laughs> Wait, a couple, uh, a couple of folks on Twitter were were at were, we're wanting us to ask yeah, about yeah, that. So yeah, you yeah, beat yeah. us it's, too. It's, <laughs> what, what was going through your head at that point? Like <laughs> it, nothing. It was, it was the fact that I just scored an incredible goal. And yeah, man. I don't know. It's, it happens. I guess it happens to the best of us. I think. But uh, yeah, no. Very like I said, very simple. It goes with everything. You know, I I think it's my job to score goals. So. Um, celebration isn't too key. You know what I mean? I respect that. I respect that. Well, I mean, hey, we, we like scoring. We don't, we don't score goals, but we do score with our friends at Circle K. I know they are a proud partner of Phoenix Rising, so we're super excited to see them out here um, at the new stadium um, all season long with everything they got going on with y'all, got going on with us, um, all the folks out there listening, lots of great deals going on within Circle K. Getting an iced coffee for just $1.89. They got the Polar Pops, doing all great kinds of stuff for March Madness. Um all kinds of sweepstakes, all that good jazz. We just announced our winner to win a $500 gas car. We did that last week. Keep your eyes peeled for more text to win options. And of course, producer Jacob is coming through with a nice Circle K snack card. It's got all kinds of stuff on there. Chips, uh, gummy snacks, Anybody? peach rings, everything. Um, ooh. Snacks. Ooh, snacks. Ooh. What kind of flavors we got? Yeah, man. Uh, I gotta go. Salt and vinegar, sour cream, and onion. Gotta go with the originals. Okay. Ooh. I'll take I'm good. I'll, I'll take a. I've been snacking yeah, on yeah. the uh, gummy worms. That's the sour cream and onion. I can't reach from the chair there. Taking out the stress you, of that Wales game. I on my, Just chewing yeah. away on sweets. He was, pa he was, pass he was passing me the, gu the yeah. little gummy worms the entire yeah. time. Oh, but okay. hey, make sure, make sure you're not missing out on all the great stuff Circle K has to offer. Be stocked up all March Madness long. You head to CircleK.com slash store locator. Again, CircleK.com slash store dash locator to find Circle K's near you. Again, keep your eyes peeled for everything we got going on with them. That is great product placement, my man. I already appreciate it. How do, is it not? 
chips. Good chips. That's what I'm saying. People sleep on the Circle K branded chips, but they're dang good. And they, I got the sour cream onion. Mm, little ASMR for you there. And then while we're talking about our friends at Circle K, we also want to talk to our friends at Four Peaks. Again, another proud Phoenix Rising partner. Let's go. We love working with them. All kinds of good stuff going on with their 8th Street Pub. Uh, we are just been enjoying, gosh, the wow wheats, the kilts, everything like that. I think Owen's favorite might be the wait. I've been I've been doing the golden lagers. You've been crushing the Suns Brew lately. I have been lately. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would have probably stuck with the uh, the wows, but the wows not being in the fridge, Max. You need to. All right. Well, make apparently sure it's a not my job properly, to restock it. The Suns Brew is also mm-hmm. a very adequate replacement. That's very nice. Very thing. fair. Well, hey, you know. A lot of stuff coming up with new coach for the Cardinals, new GM for the guards. And they have the third pick in the NFL draft. It's a great opportunity for the team. The best place to take in this huge moment and the rest of the NFL draft on April 27th is at Four Peaks A Street Pub. Again, must be 21 years or older to enjoy responsibly. All right. right. Got to cut some more questions for you. Owen, kick it over to you. Good, sir. Sure. So uh, you were born in Leeds, weren't you? I was. My condolences. But when did you move over to the uh, the US? I was I wasn't even one yet. Um, okay. But like I, my whole dad's side is from is from England. He was born in Bolton, um, so they all live in Bolton. Grandfather's Scottish, um, who happens to play for uh, used to play for Celtic and mm. uh, in Norwich in the past. So it's kind of where the, the bloodline kind of trying to keep it going a little bit, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they all live over in Bolton, and I got some family in Manchester and, and Birmingham, so try and keep ties with them as, as much as I can, yeah. So who is your team from over there, then? So I'm a Manchester United fan, right? Oh, give right? It, all right, chat, chat, easy, easy, okay. You we know, got a couple of Man U fans in there. And that's fine. I mean, we could talk all day about United <laughs> if you want. Like, it's, it's one of those where I could go for the whole podcast if I wanted to, you know? There we but go. I okay. can't do that. Okay, who uh, was okay? Well, then, who was like your man? You striker, Wayne Rooney. It has to be, okay. It has to that's be that's Wayne the answer. Yeah. That's fair. Respect, respect. Okay, how do you think they're doing so far this season? How do you how do you rate Ten Hag? I mean, he's changed the side. I know. Damn right. He's you know, I mean, he proved to do it in IX, and then he's just lit the Premier League up. You know, but it's it's, it's the beginning. So there's a lot of there's a lot of time left, and there's a lot of. Uh, Trophies to hopefully win. There, there you go. Well, you got a uh, Mikey in the chat, uh, heavily endorsing you there, and a couple others um, as well. Yeah, not I mean, so it's much. A- <laughs> Divi- they're, they're they're divisive uh, to say the least. <laughs> it's a very divisive that one. But so when you started playing then uh, over here as a kid, were you always a striker? Mm. Uh, well, that's a good question. Um, no. So mm. I was kind of always the big kid, right? In uh, you know, playing in youth soccer, I had a very early kind of growth spurt. So I was always kind of in the middle of the field, kind of bossing around all the little kids and all that. Um, but as I started to develop, you know, when I started turning 12, 13, 14, where I was like, okay, like this is where I'm going to, you know, I think this is where my path is. I think I'm, you know, I want to be the best soccer player I can, whether it's through college, whether it's professional and you know, I had a coach, his name was Tony Annan, who is now the head coach of South Carolina, University of South Carolina. So he was my development academy coach, my first year in development academy, and I was playing center back. Mm. Um, he's played me a center back. He played me a right back. I was the six. Um, I was in yeah, all of the midfield. And then, you know, I had one season where I, maybe like my U14 season, 
Um, and he moved me up to striker. I ended up scoring like 30 goals that season or something. Um, and then he ended up moving to be the Lane United uh, a U16 Academy coach. Hmm. And he brought me and a couple guys with him from that team um, in Georgia. And yeah, started up as a forward. And then it kind of just, everything just kind of fed from there. And uh, I mean, it was a long time ago, but it's, yeah, I'm glad it stuck with me. You know, At least I think I'm a good player. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Do you think you could still do a job as a six? Yeah, because they don't run. It's my kind of player, man. I like. I, he's saying Chris Wood. He's saying don't have to run as a six. I love it. No, that's it's it's it's, it's high soccer IQ you're going for. Yeah. There you go. I like. It's all you, right, we'll we'll have to work now on the next uh, the next interviews. We're going to have to make sure that we get some of the guys who play in those kind of roles. <laughs> yeah, in don't ask them about how much they run. <laughs> They'll say I don't run. <laughs> I don't. Um, well, I'm, I'm curious. I mean, even you know, even for um, however little or long you played, like you know, across the back line in that number six role, do you think that even helped you a bit as you were growing into the role as a, a striker? Like, hey, I played a bit on defense and in the midfield, I can now kind of anticipate where the defense is going to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's for because I mean, I my dad always told me that good players can play anywhere. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm -hmm. You know, if you're on the bench and your coach tells you to go play left back and you're like, no, like I'm not going to play left back, then you're not playing. Right. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Um, so, yeah, good players can play anywhere. And I think that kind of gave me the all-around footballing brain of of what these positions do and, and how they think. And I think it all just kind of nurtured me into into being a, a good center forward. So, Absolutely. Yeah. So what age then did you kind of realize that playing professionally was a, a realistic thing? It was kind of late, to be honest. I think I was maybe like 16 or 17. No, maybe like 15, 16. Mm -hmm. um, I had, had another breakout season in the academy. Um, I was starting to get, you know, college offers, all that type of stuff. You know, my, you know, my parents telling me that like, you know, agents want to talk to me and all that type of stuff. And um, cause growing up, I always thought it was college professionals. Mm -hmm. That's what I thought it was. I didn't, I didn't know anything about, there was also not an MLS team in Georgia when I was younger. So, mm -hmm. um, I, I always thought it was go to college and then you can go to the draft and then that's, that's how I thought it was. Um, but yeah, thankfully I, I changed the way I thought and, and obviously became a professional at 16. So I, I think that's kind of when I knew, like I was just bagging in goals like all the time awesome. and, and it was great. Yeah. So that's me. Do you have, um, like a favorite career highlight or a goal that sticks out? I got two actually. Okay. Um, tell the back. I got three. Okay. All right. So I got one, which was in the Academy mm -hmm. first year in the Academy. I scored a goal against Philadelphia union, right? Um, from halfway. And it got on Sports Center top ten. There we go. Top five, actually. There we go. Top five. I love um, that. Next one would be uh, my debut for Atlanta United. Um, scored against Club America mm -hmm. against Ochoa, mm -hmm. which was pretty cool. Um, legendary goalkeeper, played in the World mm -hmm. Cup and all that stuff. Um, and then I'd say the third one is it's got to be the MLS goal, my first MLS goal um, against Nashville away to tie the game up. That was uh, those are my three all-time greatest goals I'd say so far. 
Hopefully there's more to come. So I love what was it. that experience like then, making your first team debut, coming into a, a Champions League game that yeah. basically you guys are out of at that point, yeah. you know, losing the first like 3-0. Mm-hmm. But you still managed to bag a goal in that. Yeah, I mean, I didn't really, I, I didn't really care um, what the significance of the game was. To be honest, I didn't even know what the score was in the previous game um, because I wasn't signed at that point. I didn't really... No, I didn't play in that game. Didn't know, you know, you know what I'm saying? So it was more of like, okay, like Stephen Glass was the coach at the time who was also my coach with the twos before I uh, signed my first team contract. And, you know, he knew what I could do, uh, I think. And so he just, he gave me the last eight minutes of a game and and I ended up bagging it. So across from George Bellow, actually, former homegrown mm, for the United. So a little homegrown connection there. Uh no, it was it was awesome, man. It was sadly it was during the COVID year, so there wasn't any fans in the stadium. But I mean, it was just an incredible moment for me and my family and the club. So definitely big. Yeah, it's awesome, man. Well, I love hearing that. That's uh, super cool to hear, like some of the context and like the goals and everything yeah. like that. Well. We definitely want to shout out some happy moments from our end as well. I want to give a shout out to our friends at OG's Brands. Um, it's official. They got their new strawberries and cream happy balance gummies. They're live on the shelves. Check them out for everything you guys got going on. It's the nice happy balance between CBD and everything else within that ratio. They also have all the kinds of flavors, the minis, the orange creamsicle, everything like that. As always, you can find them at your local dispo by checking out ogsbrands.com. That's again, O-G-E-E-Z brands.com. Must be 21 plus years or older to enjoy. And shout out to a lot of the diehards I see in the chat right there. Appreciate you guys um, joining us again on a Tuesday at 2.30. If you want to become a diehard yourself, check out our phnxlocker.com. Grab yourself a diehard membership. Receive exclusive content, discounts. That's 20% off on all events, all merch. We're doing everything like that. Join Owen and I. We're going to be doing a lot of stuff during the rising season, especially with all the tailgating, everything else going on. So please check out phnxlocker.com to get your diehard membership today. And of course, get access to our Discord chats, everything like that, because we actually used, uh, we pulled some diehards who were in our Discord. So I have a couple fun fan rapid fire questions for you. One of them from Mix Square 20 was, and it's just, you know, sign a little kind of light get to know you a bit more. Okay. If you are stuck on a desert island, what's the one song you would listen to over and over? Over and over. Um, I would say When It Rains, It Pours by Luke Combs. Ooh. I don't know if you guys are into the country. I, I do. I do like the country. Um, I'm not, it's, it's not as like well-versed a genre with me, but I, I do okay. appreciate Luke Combs. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Respect. Uh, yeah. There you go. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll, ooh, let's have a look at this. You haven't been in the Valley for long, but uh, what's the favorite place you've been to since you got here? This is probably only the second place I've been to. Hold on. Let me think. All right. Hey, we're, we're in top <laughs> we two. We're in top, top two. two. Top, top two, two baby. Oh, there, there we go. Studios. There we go. <laughs> I feel like it's got to be here. Uh, I mean, honestly, I've, oh. I've been to what, Legacy Sports Complex. Okay. I've been to the car wash. Yeah. Um, 
and I, I feel like it's got to be this. That'll right? count. That'll we count. are, That's we are clipping enough. that. We we're need that right. like graphic. You know, hey, maybe we'll get it on a t-shirt. Still undecided whether we're going to keep in there. You know, the competition was a sports complex and a car wash, but we're number one, we baby. That. You can we're take that one. to the bank. That's, Let's that's go. Yeah. Number one. Oh my gosh, we appreciate that. No, but I, hopefully, I do get out and see the and see the the town a little bit because. I've heard nothing but good things about this place. Okay, so. well, what is uh, what's your favorite type of food to eat? Food, uh, it's more of like an Italian pasta, pizza. Um, a little bit. Of, I like I like Mexican food. Okay. Um, Chad, hop in with any suggestions you have as well, yeah. please, please. This is a two way mm -hmm. communication, as we know. Please hop in with anything Italian, Mexican, everything like that, yeah. please. There were actually some questions in the chat. Should yeah, we take some of those, actually? Please. There was one, a little bit further up. Favorite rising player, old or new, but you can't say DDA Drogba. <laughs> Favorite rising player. Um, it can be someone who's currently here that you like. Fair. I mean, I'm, uh, I got to think of the names now. <laughs> I've only been here for a week, so... I, I'd probably say the guy that I've gotten close to the most so far is is probably Emil. Mm. Um, he's he's kind of reached out to me and and kind of put his arm around me a little bit with with helping me settle in and stuff. Um, but he's not the only one. Um, but I'd say he's he's definitely one of them. Mm -hmm. yeah. And there was another one in there that was about uh, Adam John, who of course played for Phoenix Rising. Then he went off to Atlanta United uh, too. Okay. Did you learn anything from him? Interact with him very much? Not as much as I wanted to. Um, I mean, I was I was the number two striker to a lot of good strikers, um, and Adam John included. Um, like I think he's very similar to me, and you know he's got a good touch. He's good in the air. He's you know he he does well in the box. Um, so he's definitely one of them. Um, but yeah, no, and he's an overall good guy. I mean, I remember being in the locker room with him a couple of times and he was he was very thankful that uh, or I'm very thankful that he uh that he shined some light on me. I think I remember he was one of the first people to uh to give me a nice little handshake after I scored my, scored on my debut in uh, in Orlando. So I think so, yeah. Uh, there's a picture of my phone. There you go. Uh, a couple of them are, by the way, shouting out just as a suggestion. Uh, go to George and Dragon uh, for United game. It's uh, in downtown Phoenix here. In the oh, chat. okay. Yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that like a bar? Uh, yeah, it uh, looks like an English pub uh, in uh, here in downtown downtown oh, nice. Phoenix. If you're ever in the area for a United game, um, curious what? Uh, I mean, what are some of like the? I know you've been here only a short time so far. What are some of like the? I mean, guess like favorite like team building aspects or anything you guys have done off pitch that really have like helped solidify you guys' like chemistry? Oh, I think it, it one was was a couple nights ago. We, you know, me and a couple of the guys when, you know, went out um, for dinner and, and did all that stuff. I think little things like that will always kind of bring the group together a little mm -hmm. bit. And I think, you know, as we start playing more games, you know, as you start winning, I think then then the group can come together and be mm -hmm. like, you know, kind of get together and do a little something. I think that's I think that's always important doing mm -hmm. that, doing that kind of thing, um, just to kind of build you know the chemistry and the and the bond off the field. You know, because you can have as much as you want on the field, but you know these are your your buddies that you're spending almost eight months with. Mm -hmm. you know? So it's Absolutely. it's good to get to know them and know them off the field as well. But I'm, like I said, we haven't done much or I haven't done much at least. Sure. Um, I didn't go to preseason with them. So I didn't, I don't have as much, uh, 
experience with them as, as, I, as I want to. But, you know, I'm hoping after the win or, or a win that, you know, we can start to build a little bit more chemistry off the field. So there you go. One question we did have in from uh, Reese. we can look at this both from the personal side and the team side, but what do you want to achieve this season? I just want to score as many goals as possible, man. Um, that. That's that's kind of why I came here because I think they they create a lot of chances and, and I think I can get on the end of them. Um, yeah, I want to do that as quickly as possible. To uh, one, I came down here to get to get games, to get experience. Um, I think you know me and Juan talked about that. You know, I think he's he's the best coach for for my development at this time. And you know, I have a I have some people that I have to to prove some things to. And I think this is, this is a good, uh, a good place to do it. Um, so, I mean, score as many goals as possible, right? Mm-hmm. Um, play well, help the team win, um, and hopefully take what I learned here to, uh, back to Atlanta to try and improve, you know, as a player. So it's kind of what I want. It's the overall best, best story I got, mm. you know, that's picture perfect. There you go. Story. It's actually, you know, should we take Pat Moses' question out of the chat as well there? The mm. most intimidating USL ground? Most intimidating. Um, I've played at a lot of places, man. I'm going to have to give me a minute to think on this. It's uh, It's got to be one of the baseball fields, right? It's hmm. intimidating. <laughs> Wait, why the why the baseball fields? Is that where you feel like you're most likely to like snap your ankle? Or something? <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's oh. the ones where you get, you have to go to Memphis, Tennessee to play in a, on a baseball field, and, and the mound is still oh, there, yeah. like, <laughs> baseball mound. You got to play around it. Oh man! Uh, if you guys want me to say Phoenix, I can say Phoenix if you if you want. Me to. It's, good, it's good. It's good. I think the I think the viewers would chat. like it if yeah, you said Phoenix. Uh, yeah, it, definitely a big one. Definitely a big one. They, I mean, the the team was just too good at the time. And then when you're just getting slandered by the fans as well, because we're all just kids on the Atlanta United 2 team. So when you hear, you know, you know, older men just effing and blinding at you, it's, it's a little intimidating, at least for... At least for me. Our but. chat's very well behaved. They would never do such a thing. No. Yeah, never, <laughs> never. How dare y'all? Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, well... Speaking of Phoenix being an intimidating place to play, having those hollowed grounds, we touched on a bit earlier and the home opener, the stadium opener. What does that mean for you as a player? How is the team reacting to something that is like this very special time for the club? Yeah, it's 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 a point for the uh, for the club to kind of prove itself uh, for the team to prove itself, mm-hmm. um, especially coming out coming off a loss, I think, to the same team. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's a it's a chance for the team to kind of rebound and, and show, you know, the fans what we've been working on, working really hard on the past uh, the past week. So, I mean, there's no place to there's no better place to play than at home, I think, mm-hmm. um, in front of, you know, a lot of people. And, you know, I know some of the guys as friends and families are, are coming coming to the game. So it's it's a good opportunity for everybody to kind of. You know, dust the last game off and and prove to the uh, prove to the fans and and honestly just prove to the new stadium that we deserve to play there. Mm-hmm. So I think it's uh, it's gonna be a good weekend. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be very fun. And I'm excited. So 
have they like the coaching staff your, any of your teammates been kind of driving home the importance of this game at all or is it very much business as usual i think every everybody knows the the most important thing is is to win um winning at home no matter how you do it um is, is very important and like i said it's it's very you know that's what every team wants right you want to win coaches want you to win you want to win in front of your fans, your family. Yeah, I think that's kind of that's the that's the line right there. I think it's there's no going out of it. I think to answer your question, it's kind of a hard question, but huh. yeah, everybody wants to uh, wants to win. So I think it's a good mindset to have as well. You you touched on a bit of you know you're playing the same team again, coming off of a loss. How, you know, it's a kind of a rare situation sometimes as a player where you get that redemption that quickly yeah. soon. How do you approach that? Um, it's, I th- I mean, if you watched the game last week, team was, team mm. was pinging it around, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think it, it was like 70% possession to 30% per se, uh, possession, sorry, mm-hmm. um, in the game and, mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's just that that final that final ball that final kind of attacking moment. We just we just didn't um, didn't quite get right, and I mm-hmm. think that's that's the things that we've been focusing on this week is is how we can get after teams that that maybe kind of sit in that block a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think it's I think you know Juan's laid out a nice good little plan for us this uh, this weekend, and I think I think everyone should be excited to come see it. Um, but no, it's like I said, it's, it's just full redemption, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's you know, we didn't deserve that defeat, you know, last game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you know, let's roll our sleeves up. Let's let's get after it and prove to everyone that um, that we didn't deserve to lose that first game. So let's go. Let's go. And have you had a chance to check out the, the new stadium yet at all? I have not. No, I actually just got my car a couple of days ago. Um, mm. So I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to move into the new place. Um kind of find my bearings a little bit and then yeah uh, hopefully before the uh before the season i think we train there maybe friday Mm. um so hopefully that's when i'll see it uh but yeah i'm just really excited man it was it was a good atmosphere last time i came so hopefully we can keep it going how many goals are you going to promise the fans personally now in that first game oh (laughs) give us a number come on (laughs) i'd be okay i'd be okay with one one One, two two in the perfect world right let's go um Oh, come on, you're selling yourself a bit short here. You're not going to go for the hat trick on the opener. <laughs> oh, I got to get in the team first. <laughs> this man, this man loves, loves to, he, he puts other people on the spot. Oh, yeah, no, I love that. No, it's, love he, that. He, he keeps you honest. That's for sure. Um, Jacob, do we get a super sticker? Am I seeing that right? If you don't mind. You are. So, so yeah, can you act this out, sticker? Max? A super so, baby lemon with pom poms in his hands. Cheerleading. Um, <laughs> Oh boy! Um, I don't have any pom poms on me, man. I'm fresh, fresh out of pom poms. <laughs> let's like go! It's like a donation. Let's go! Yeah. I need the scarf. Like, let's go! That's 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 my best impression off, right. off the cuff. It's I'm I'm not giving people what they All want. All right, well, to get it back on track, yes. somewhat yes. here, Max. Oh, this is so you know, we'll fault, give you we'll give you this one as a as a final question just to round us out. What is your message now for the fans going into the Feel home free opener? to look at the camera if you want to break the fourth wall, talk directly to them. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> I think it's I think this weekend is gonna be, you know, incredible. Um, you know, the players, you know, they need your support, right? Um, because you guys, you know, 
the whole 90 minutes, you know, push us to be the best we can be. Um, so we look forward to seeing you, you know, everybody, you know, that shows up and, and shows out for us. Um, I heard there was tailgates going on, so uh, hopefully, you know, people can uh, enjoy the, the outside part of the game. But like I said, I mean, we're just going to be working as hard as we can to, you know, to please the fans as much as possible because that's what they deserve. So, um, yeah, no, I'm excited. I think they should be excited. Um, yeah, it's going to be a good weekend. I think um, I think everyone is uh, everyone's ready for a, a home opener win. So let's go. Going. That's good. Let's go. All right, you heard the man. If you're if you're not already going to be out there, get out there. April 1st, come show out for the home opener, for the stadium opener. Be there. I'm not going to even say be square, but just like be there. Be there. Thank you so much, X, for joining us. Appreciate everyone in the chat for joining us. Um, it's been an awesome edition of the PHNX Rising Podcast. You can catch us again. Um, Owen and I will be back on Thursday at our normal 6 p.m. time. That's right. We're going back to Tuesdays, Thursdays, as well as post game after the match. On Saturday, you can find me on Twitter at Max David Simpson. You can follow my man Owen at OJ Evans 18. Jackson, do you have any social that you'd like to direct people to? Any social? Um, I'd say just follow me on Twitter. Okay. Um, Jackson Conway 36 is, is what I got. You heard the man. Um, yeah. All right. Ask me some questions if you there want. There we go. Maybe you can maybe I can dig deep in a little bit uh, a little bit more. People can You're- give me uh, you know places to go and see in Phoenix. Yeah. So. At Jackson Conway 36? I believe so. That's it. You heard the man. Hit him up. Ask him questions. Do the whole thing. But appreciate everyone for joining us. We will catch you guys on Thursday. But until then, have a good one.